Welcome everyone to Ron's Roundtable, your unofficial podcast for all things VFriends Compete and Collect gameplay. I'm your host, Ron, and I'm thrilled to be your guide in this exciting world of strategic fun. On this show, we're diving deep into the immersive universe of VFriends Compete and Collect, exploring gameplay strategies, existing gameplay mechanics, and uncovering those hidden rule suggestions that can give you the edge that you need. Whether you're a seasoned CNC competitor or a hobbyist looking to enhance your skills, this podcast is for you. We'll be tapping into the expertise of fellow CNC enthusiasts and top-tier competitors who will share their invaluable deck-building strategies, tactics, and insights. You'll learn the secrets to outwitting your opponents and achieving victory. But that's not all. Stay tuned as we bring you the latest updates on VFriends Compete and Collect, TCG sales from eBay, and other cool news from the world of VFriends. This podcast is your one-stop shop for all things CNC. We promise to keep you in the loop with everything happening in this ever-evolving universe. So grab your cards, put on your thinking caps, and join us at Ron's Roundtable as we embark on this epic adventure of VFriends Compete and Collect Gameplay. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform to stay updated with each exciting episode. Nice to see hang out with you guys in person at National, but... Yeah, that, that's right. That was uh, that was a little bit intense for me. That was the first <laughs> time I'd ever been to some shit like that, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is uh, this is like a football field of trading cards." Yeah, that. Uh, yeah, I imagine it would be kind of chaos. But did you go get any? Uh, did you go see any um, athletes that were signing, like Barry Sanders or? Uh, no, the only guys. Daryl Strawberry. I didn't see any of them. Uh, I didn't even really realize what was available as far as that goes, like with autograph signings and stuff. So the only person that the only two people I saw was Ed Reed and Marshawn Lynch. Those were the two that I right at the booth. Yeah, because they came by the booth. Um, And then seeing pictures, I was like, oh, my God, Floyd Mayweather was there. Uh, Daryl Strawberry was there. I think like uh, there was some basketball players there. I'm like, damn it. I wish I would have known something. <laughs> there was a there was like a WWE star there, uh, blue. Yeah, I, I'm just I was blown away by sort of the the um, I guess the draw. Yeah, the amount of people that were there was insane. So to think that that was either like some people question whether or not trading cards are are a real deal, and once you go there, you're like, well, dude, I fully know that it's a real deal yep and that's sort of where i stood on it was was that piece of it it kind of gave confirmation to what the hell we're even doing here yeah there's a well especially when you move go ahead i'm just saying like there's definitely people that are interested um even if it's not like for flipping or whatever like people are just interested to know what's going on to play the games to collect uh all the above so like that's that's sort of where i left that show Feeling pretty confident in in what's to come, I guess. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, there's definitely a lot of potential. You know, some people are, um, some people have talked about the value of cards and how long is the value of cards going to last. It's just hype, and it's like, well, if you understand what just happened at National, that's just that's just 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 the beginning, you know. And it's not like I mean, everything's got its ebbs and flows. Everything fluctuates with the market. It doesn't matter if it's physical or or NFTs. But um, these aren't NFTs. Like these are physical trading cards. It's different. It's not going to match what might happen with the V friends NFTs. It might not match 
um, Web3. So an argument of these are going to drop just like VFriends has or whatever. I don't, I don't necessarily see that. Obviously, I'm not an expert. So NFA, but trading cards and physicals um, are, are, are different for collecting compared to NFTs. So I don't, I don't see how this could follow that type of market behavior since this is just the start and he's only touched the the trading card aspect of v friends probably about like half a percent so <laughs> yeah absolutely and if you look at if you want to compare it to the big wigs of of the tcgs um you look at charizards that are going they're still 250 300 you look at um uh who was it mewtwo there's only a few of them mm -hmm. the original mewtwo's that are actually graded those are still going for you know hundreds of dollars so like there's and those are 30 years old so yeah. the value is there one thing that blew me away though i was walking by this one booth and he had a bunch of like historical baseball stuff and i'm a big baseball guy and he had a babe ruth signed baseball and it was like you know 275 dollars I'm like, oh my god! I wish, yeah. I wish I just didn't blow my whole entire wad on all this other stuff because I was like, holy crap! Like this is the actual ball. I asked the guy. I said, can you open the case so I can just like look at this? And he opened the case. Yeah. and He allowed me to like just hold it and and stare at it for a good like and three kiss minutes. it and snuggle it. Yeah, I like I rubbed it on myself a little bit. It was so nice. Uh... <laughs> but it was. Uh, I'm it never was washing my clothes again ever i haven't washed my hands since so i hope uh, nobody cares <laughs> i hope nobody's upset about that but yeah that's funny so as far as like the v friends trading cards go i mean that's what this podcast is going to be really focused in on uh obviously the trading card game in general but um or industry in general but i really want to understand like where you are at with tcg in general like just the the trading card games uh like pokemon like Yu-Gi-Oh, uh like magic have you ever played any of those other games played them no i mean when i was let's see i didn't really collect too many cards the cards that i collected were as a kid were like football cards mm. and baseball cards you know just like the standard thing um i grew up collecting cards in i guess you'd say the late 80s early 90s so it wasn't uh you know pokemon and and magic weren't highly prevalent obviously at that time yeah um but i didn't really um get a collector buzz from trading cards so I, i'm probably like the least helpful person to talk to about trading cards in your entire podcast so this is great for your content <laughs> so <laughs> this is everybody who's uh well honestly though like there's a bunch of newbies there's a there's a shit ton of yeah. new, new people that are going to look at this game and be like oh that's cool they're into the nft yeah. they're into something and um yeah there's a good starting point but no, that's that's totally yeah. cool. Did you ever like um so the football cards, did you take them to school, trade them, uh or did you just collect them? Um uh, I would trade a little bit, but I just collected them. Um and you know, at that time like it was so much fun though to get the latest Beckett magazine and and just browse through, oh damn, what's this card worth? A dollar fifty. Oh, that's a good one. You know? Yeah. It was fun to just look through the guide every time uh and and look at basketball cards and baseball cards. I mean, because that era 
was a massive sports era. I don't think there's going to be any era like that ever again because he had basketball with Jordan and the Bulls. You had hockey was just lighting it up with everybody like Pavel Bure and Lemieux, like all that was in hype. And then football, like you had the Barry Sanders area, like that era of sports was just ridiculous in the Olympics. So um, it was just um, fun to collect cards at that point and just trade them, but not not too seriously. But that was that was the best era ever. So yeah, that was something that um, whenever I was in school, we would take our our little three ring binders and be trading and stuff. And there was some like real highly contentious situations that happened in like third fourth grade. It was uh, yeah. There was some there was some uh, trades that probably shouldn't have been made that were made uh, out of I think a, a yeah. little bit of bullying. So people got people got hosed on some of those trades, and I'm like, I just think back on it. And I'm like, damn, like somebody was trading uh, like the Emmett Smith Nemesis card. Do you remember like sure. that real shiny holographic yeah. card for the, uh, yep. the action packed those uh, action packed NFL cards? They were like Canton bound. Do you remember those? Yeah. So like uh-huh. they were super puffy and like people wanted the holographics and the Canton bounds and yeah. like, oh it was intense. I just I think back on it now and I'm like, holy shit, we were we were into it. Yeah, everybody went kind of crazy for a little while on those raised textured yeah. cards where just the player was bumped up and they were super thick. And I remember like for Christmas, I got um like a I was like a five by seven, like um rod woodson card that was the exact same version and they made big cards that you could frame like that my brother still has his barry sanders like that to go along with his Sanders rookie card but um even those cards were still collectible i I mean i've never seen such massive cards like that before but um when they came out with those uh everybody was like oh man check out these cards you can you can see they're raised up and they're they're big and puffy that was it was a fun time to collect those too it was a new era. It was a new era of that card. It, yeah. was, it was definitely a transition from that 1980s, just solid card, um, yep. almost like a. you could tell that they were cardboard. They transitioned over to like mm-hmm. white cardboard, um, and then they had those raised things too. So there was, uh, we, I think we lived through the, the golden age, man. We, that was the golden age. Now the kids just don't know. Yeah. They don't know. <laughs> like them back. Everything and and everything is coming back to that, you know, like yeah. Gary V's style of the stickers, style of even those tops three sixty cards that he issued. But I mean, I think a lot of pop cult, pop culture right now is still influenced by that era, so it's kind of coming back in that circle a little bit. But something that I saw, I mean, look at yeah. people's clothes. Oh, I mean, their clothes are are back to that era, you know, their styles back to that era. Right yeah, we now. went shopping um, whenever we were. I think we were in Phoenix for my daughter's Taekwondo competition. And we went to, um, I can't remember the name of the store. I think it's Urban Outfitters is what they call it. And you walk in there and it, mm. it was like I was walking into a flea market or like a thrift sale. It, all yeah. of those clothes are retro. Like there's Budweiser retro, NASCAR. I saw a Dale Earnhardt shirt. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? There's a Pac-Man machine in the corner. I was playing the Pac-Man yeah. machine as they're as they're like doing their thing, so uh-huh. yeah, everything co- sort of comes back into into style once they once we yeah, get tired because of the new shit. Go ahead, sorry. I was just saying, like once we get tired of all the new, 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 it's like, well, where did that all start? And it seems like we always go back to that. Yeah, and I think what's cool is like in in Madison, Wisconsin, uh, 
where I used to live, but our, our business is still mostly centered there. So we have a lot of clients there. One of our clients opened up this retro arcade and it's got, you know, all the Paperboy, Street Fighter, oh, nice. like all that original, like older retro games. And even, even like Pong, like some of the first games before Atari even came out. I mean, it's, it's just to step back in those places and kind of play those games is super fun. But you realize that you really suck at video games when you play arcade games because trying to do anything on those controls is just stupid. <laughs> but uh, right. it's still fun to play those, you know? It is. Yeah, we went to a retro arcade a couple weeks back. Same same situation where um, we had, it was district championship for Taekwondo for my daughter. And we went to a retro arcade, and she's playing Mario Brothers on the arcade machine. And it was yeah. brutal. It was so it's bad. It's tough. It was so bad. Um, but I was like, hey, this is where we started. So this is, uh, this yeah. is good. <laughs> but getting back to what you were talking about with the Beckett strategy guide and, and the pricing guide, that was like... Yeah. What a cool way for people to like baseline, you know, because that's mm -hmm. it's still subjective. People were still selling over book price and under book price, just depending. Yeah, it gave you a nice baseline. Do, do you know? Do, do they still have that? Is that still something that gets still out there? Yeah. Oh, well, obviously, um, I don't know if they still publish the magazines or not. I don't think that they would because they would be like a an absolute bible catalog you know because of all the cards that have been issued since then but um i haven't looked at their site recently besides trying to like pull their uh grading reports from when they grade cards oh what's a what's the grading report uh, the daddy. The, sam <laughs> don't worry i got my dog um my dog just came in to say hi <laughs> oh nice um but so they do have an app, though, like their grading report. So like PSA, when they grade a card, it's called mm -hmm. a pop report or population report. So um, Beckett has grading services just like PSA and CGC. Oh. So I just looked at their reports to see if anybody graded B cards or B friends cards before. But Beckett still is out there. Um, uh, and they have, like, some uh, I haven't really looked into them much, but they... But they still have um, publications, I guess. They got they got books and and magazines and a whole bunch of stuff or digital subscriptions. So oh, how about it's interesting. That? There you go. So you can still check it'd be it out. fun though to try to collect some of those old magazines from back in the day. The price guides. It'd be yeah. fun. I just especially when uh, Larry Johnson's out there. Grandma Ma. Those are good ones. Grandma Ma. What's that? Larry Johnson. Uh, he was a basketball player. Okay. Uh, he played for the Charlotte Hornets back then. And he had during these commercials, these Converse commercials, he played like Grandma Ma. It's basically like pre Tyler Perry. He dressed up say. as an old lady and was just like dunking and posterizing people during those commercials. <laughs> oh, I so. love it. You'd love to see it. Mm -hmm. I remember those uh, Michael Jordan trick shot commercials. You remember those? I think it was like, yeah. McDonald's, yeah. maybe. It might have been, yeah. been Nike or McDonald's. But yeah, he would like just bank it off the entire stadium and it would swish. Nothing but net. Nothing but net. Yeah. Right into it. Yep. Those are fun. <clears throat> well, now that you sort of know as well the the do you know the gameplay on V Friends? Yeah. What are your uh -huh. what are your thoughts on the gameplay? I think it's fun. And and this is kind of kind of going back to your question of um 
collecting trading cards. I'm I'm still not a big collector. Like even if I get these cards, you know, like I did a few weeks ago, I just gave away a shit ton of cards because I don't know. I'd rather I like to buy things to use them versus to hold them. <laughs> but um, I still think with this with this uh, with this game, mm-hmm. um, it makes collecting the cards more fun because it's not just that you're holding them and collecting them, you know, it, you it allows you to use them while being a collector at the same time. So I think that's a great combination of, uh, being able to do that just like other TCGs like magic or whatever else. But, um, so I think the game is great. Uh, you know, as you saw in the national, it had popularity from kids. If it can be an adopted, like in three rounds, that's great. Um, and obviously it's got buzz and with our, community and adults and it's just got a lot of potential to go a lot of different places so even though it doesn't have a bunch of complicated instructions or a bunch of multipliers or whatever else um i think they did the right thing of beta testing first and now they can either execute the plans that they set out realizing that it is going to work or they can pivot a little bit and just keep that keep that buzz going to see how uh the collectors change the game have you ever, were you ever a poker player? Yeah, I do enjoy poker. Do you think that this mimics poker at all? Uh, well, if you look at those pictures at National, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, everybody in their, their poker get up and their poker faces. Yeah. Uh, but, I just mean the uh, gameplay it, in general. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it does, definitely. I mean, because there's, there's a bluff aspect to it. You know, just like if if we play, you're going to see that most of the time I've got these shit cards. Um, so I'm going to be bluffing the entire time, just so you know. Just call my bluff and every time I call. Yeah, call right. Stat, I saw but, some of those cards. You got a couple in there that if I call your bluff, I'm going to get screwed over. <laughs> I got a few decent cores. Yeah, they're not they're not bad. But I, th- I think it's definitely uh, it's got a poker aspect because one just like hold them you know it's you got a luck of the what flops right you got a luck of what turns or what the river card is so since you're shuffling your cards hopefully you're actually shuffling like your cards you don't really know what's in there so you can play strategy but it's also what you pull against what somebody pulls you can't predict that so you just have to figure out um how you want to bluff or push toward a different stat or and then see how they respond so it's definitely got a a poker psyops aspect to it yeah and that's the thing that i noticed whenever we were playing at uh at the national was i didn't realize how much bluffing there was going to be within the cards Mm -hmm. and i almost think that it's (laughs) like the the way that you could play this is you could throw in some shit cards into your deck just as a bluff so whenever you mm-hmm. start playing it and the person that you're playing against, you have you just like you flop these these shit cards as they call it or whatever. They're gonna be like, wait a minute, this this person's deck is super weak. Let me just call them whatever. And then you got some cards that like are firepower. So I think that there's some cool ways to to set your deck up as well that you could throw off your opponent just from um a perspective. Right, so if you just keep throwing Absolutely. out like a Persian cat, a lucky black cat, and all these like high cards, they're like, okay, this guy's strong, whatever. Um, but you could like you could throw some things in there where it shows a little weakness, but your deck is actually pretty strong in in that respect. So I think that you're right. There's going to be a lot of bluffing to get to the cards that you really want. 
Um, what are your thoughts on that side pot that ends up collecting as you tie? Yeah, I was just going to touch on that. So um, what's interesting, though, is if you do try to play that strategy of let me let me throw some bag cards in here, you could get stuck with that bag card when there's the game winning inventory in the tie bank. So you you don't want to obviously put yourself in that situation. But um, I think I think. Um, there are a couple different things that they could possibly do to to kind of level that out. I mean, because as you see, uh, we did a stream with Josh, you know, I think it was last week or the week before. And I don't know if it was you or whoever it was like, they won in five rounds. Like that is a quick game because like the first, they, somebody won the first round and then they tied the next four. And then the fifth round, they got all the bank and the game is over. So um, I think there's ways that they could, or that anybody could change that a bit and that could be either extend the amount of points to win a game um or like if somebody pulls the ttt on you maybe they only get the ttt points and not what's in the tie bank because i mean that's just a super power move that could just end anything at any time so your play could just be let me just keep trying to push and um just to, to pull the ttt when it's a good bank time but um I think it's a big, uh, uh, that's such a big swing is those tie points. Um, or, you know, what they could do is like if you, if you challenged on stamina, right? Let's say finally stamina was the one that you, you um, agreed on. Then you only get the tie bank stamina tokens instead of all of them that are in the tie bank. Oh, um, okay. That's an interesting take. So I think that would be a way to level it out a little bit to make it not such a hundred percent win if you get a tie bank. But mm -hmm. um, I like the idea of having those tokens go in there. I just think it's a little, um, you think it's a little overweighted right now. Yeah. 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 I get that. I never even thought of it that way where you would just get whatever you won. Plus you get your one, one, one. Cause you right. get one from each whenever you win that TTT and then only that actual attribute from the, from the um, from the tie pot, interesting. I like that idea. I also thought, as as far as the on the subject of TTT, was if you as the defender defend against, so you defend successfully against a TTT, you should be allowed to take a token from your opponent plus win the the three tokens. I think that you should be able to because they should get penalized for losing that TTT. Yeah, I've been talking so about like, that to everybody, if, and they're like, "Oh, that's interesting." Yeah, but so like it would just be like you choose which token. Yeah, or because like if they had six of something, like let's say they had six stamina, we'll just go in the stamina kick. Yeah. They have six stamina, and I defend against the TTT. I'm I'm taking one of those mm -hmm. stamina, so now you only have five. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's pretty interesting. Um, I think that would be a. A fun penalty to play around with mm -hmm. i mean there's that's the thing about this game too is like since it's a it's a beta and they were smart enough to just not release a final game i mean you could literally do anything at this point yeah and even i mean the good thing is since um you know we could we could play uh without having to be in an official tournament you can make up your own damn rules so Absolutely. that's what's fun about the game is 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 it's not static you know you can mm -hmm. you can really do what you want oh for sure what do you want to jump into a game? 
Yeah, let's do it. I'm ready. Uh, I'm All ready right. to get destroyed here. Let me uh, let me get my my little setup here for the hand cam and let me uh, admit this sucker in, <laughs> so you can see the board. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, this is um. You're my you're my guinea pig today. Oh, I love being a guinea pig. Mm-hmm. We're gonna call it the pocket cam. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let me see if I can, uh, I'm just going to remove my face then. Yep. You're good. And I'll just do it this way. Cool. I suppose I could have joined from my phone, but it's fine. Nobody needs to see my face. There we go. All right, so that's there, and then so I'm gonna shuffle these bad boys. These are all perfect Persian cats, by the way. So good luck. Ah, so you're cheating already. <laughs> you can't. You can't repeat characters. Yeah, I only spent forty thousand dollars <laughs> in getting all perfect Persian cats. <laughs> no, no big deal. It's just how I roll. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so Piece just so cake. you know, I am going to record the um, the gameplay here. Do it. Yeah. And then let me... I'm going to hide myself. Okay, cool. So perfect. This is on. Let me... Uh, I'm going to shuffle my cards as well. And then we'll, we'll get started. Let me see if I can make... There we go. Zoom in. Enhance. 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 <laughs> and then thanks for having me on by the way yeah man i, I appreciate you jumping on and and wanting to play this is the thing too that like so josh shout out to josh uh go watch the courage show and then um teacher uh, i think he's the teacher collection t-g-e-r collectors or collection uh over on twitch yeah the only thing about those guys is i gotta pay money every time i want to play the game because they're doing <laughs> tournaments I'm like, damn, yeah, it's what a bunch a, of thieves. It's a bunch of buy-ins over there. No, they're totally, totally worth it. But like, holy crap, <laughs> it gets to you, be. Yeah, you could, if you're playing, if you're, since they do it multiple times a week, I mean, if you're spending 20, 50 bucks, like a yeah. weekly or, you know, you're spending $200 start, a month. Just, I know I got to start just calling playing gamblers games, anonymous. Fun, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and flip. Oh, actually, um, so you're, you'll just look at your card. Um, we'll flip the coin here. So attack mm -hmm. will be heads, and then the blank will be tails. So go ahead and call it. Tails. <laughs> I saw it. All right, let me do it again. I'll do it off camera. So oh, never mind. Yeah, there you go. All right. Tails. Tails. It was heads. Nice. It's heads. All right. So I'll be on the attack Thanks first. for flexing that card, that rainbow card, though, and rubbing it in. I appreciate that. <laughs> all right i attack skill uh oh shit um i hate to do this yeah i don't really have that many good cards what are you gonna do Oh man, I was almost thinking about blowing my TTT right away. Damn. That's a bad idea, though. That's a that's uh, that's a strong move. 
<laughs> uh, you attack skill, huh? Yes, sir. Okay. I'm going to have to pass and go with stamina. Um, now that I know some collective information over there, I'm going to accept. Oh, you're such a dick. 24. Oh. Yeah, 23. So I only I'll got 23. I'll take two stamina. See, that's the thing about having the... This, uh, is, this is, I think, my highest card. So that's why I was going to pull TTT, but... Yeah. See, that's the thing. Whenever now that I knew that number, you're like you were gonna do that. I'm like, I can't go total. So let me, yeah. let me just say accept and run with the 24. So I'll take those. Yeah, or those I could have been standard. bluffing. I could have had a crap card. Could have, could have playing mind games with me. All right, so now you're yeah. on the attack. Oh, jeez, this is my best card. So. <laughs> Every card's my best card, by the way. I know. I'm, I'm gathering um, this. <laughs> I'm going to go... I'm going to attack stamina. I'll decline. I'll attack skill. I'll decline and attack aura. I'll decline and go total. Okay. You got me. Nice. So I get one of each then. I had 56 on that one. See, these cards are trash. <laughs> who who picked these cards? I think this is one of those boxes that I broke on Josh's stream, so he gave me all trash cards. It's certainly possible. All right, I'll take the, t the attack token back. <laughs> all right, I attack... Skill. Um, I decline and I attack aura. I'll accept. Oh, jerk. I get a 20. Oh, I got to make my cam camera mirrored. I got 24. Okay. Um, so I get two aura. Because when I show my card, it's backwards for you too, right? Uh, so if I show this to you right now, whoop, it's backwards? No, it's right. Oh, it's only backwards on my view. All right, we're good. Yep, I can see it. All right, so your attack now. Okay. I'm going to... Gosh, I don't know if I should choose a 25, a 25, or a 25 on this one. I'll attack skill. <laughs> I decline and attack stamina. I decline and attack aura. I'll accept. 24. 24. Push. Nice tie. All right. So three to aura on the side see like these cards that most of what i have are like 67 and 68 but at least they have one stat that that's at least a 24 yep because it's like when when you've watched all these streams and people playing it really comes down to a 24 or a 25 
for the if most you got part. less than that like your odds are winning are 10 percent, i would yeah. say or or even less because um at least people that are going to play this that have good cards it's always going to be a 24 or 25 mm-hmm. no i agree with you all right so since we tied that attack stays on your side yep so we get uh all right What do you do with a card when you got a 50 as a score? Um, <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to go. I'm going to triple T this one. Okay. Yeah. I believe you probably have me. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. A buck seven. Let's go. So those three go to you. That. And then you get one of each. So there you go. You're on the board, my friend. All right, so you got three red, three green, and a blue? Yes. Okay. Oh, I suppose the colors match the uh, match the ones on here, huh? Yeah, sort of. That's not the sort way I, I ran it this time. Aura should have been the um, aura should have been the blue. Wait, I, so what are the colors? Because I wasn't paying attention in the beginning yeah. on on your chips here. So, actually, you know what? Here, let's make an adjustment right now. So I'm going to leave that card right there. So I want you to have three of... No, you have four of those. Then you have one skill. And that stays. And then I have three of these. One of these. And those stay. Okay. So now we'll just do it like they're on the, as they are. So these blue will be aura, the green gotcha. are skill, and the red are stamina. That makes Perfect. more sense. All right. All right. I'm on the attack. I will attack aura. Hit me with your best shot. Um, I'm going to decline and I will attack stamina. I'll accept. How dare you? How dare you? 24? tie hey two to the side so stamina two to the side you know whenever you start singing hit me with your best shot i the only time that i ever like listened to that song on a on a consistent basis was uh playing guitar hero <laughs> i thought you were gonna say in the shower nope it's like it's a shower song huh? that's a different shower song <laughs> <laughs> right. i uh i attack what, stamina. what's supposed to be a shower song i don't know <laughs> I can see your card. I can see your card. Hold it back. I didn't. Uh, I didn't see the numbers, but I know what card it is. Oh well, you're welcome. Thank you. Uh, you're attacking still. Yeah, stamina. If you want to change um, that card, go ahead, because I, I sort of know what it is. Do you know the stats? I don't know the stats. I just want to but give you know it's shit. I, I get it. To, I just want to so. give you that option. 
Um, let's see. You've got three stamina, and there's two stamina in the pot. Yes, sir. Fuck. I like the sounds of that. Well, you said I could switch out, right? To yeah. be fair. Yeah, to so. be fair. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, let me just run my deck real quick. <laughs> yeah, let me just let me just see which let me peek at my steal the sides and see which card is coming in next. I would like to see that that type of card come into play. It's like you can have three uh whatever say artifact or sorcery cards that if you yeah. if you pull one you can look at the first three cards in your on the top of your deck and pick one. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. They have that in Magic a lot. Yeah, there's some cool cards that you could do. Like, uh, well, it would be unfair, but you get to peek at somebody's card before the round starts. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so you attacked. What was it that you attacked? Stamina. Yep. All right. So I'm going to accept. All right, 24. 24. All right, push it. Oh, look at you with the rare robot. Yeah, it's the it's my rare card. Yeah, that's a good card. <laughs> All right. All right, so it stays on me. I will attack Aura. This is going to be a game winner for you if you uh, get the stamina points here. Yeah, it's really fortunate that I just pulled this card, by the way. Yeah. Is it? Mm. Is it? for How lucky for you? So lucky, honestly. Uh, so, oh my God, that's so hot. So uh, cool, dude. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna decline Aura. All right. And I'm going to go with Stamina. And I'm going to accept. 25. Oh, let's go. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so two of those babies go into the side. Honestly, so one, two, three, four, five, six. The next stamina will win whoever uh, whoever gets it. No, you got it. Oh, I guess whoever you're saying got yeah. it. Yep. Um, because there's five on the side and you have one and then another win would be yeah. another one. So that's it. Yeah. Too bad I don't have that TTT anymore. Ooh. I'm a loser. Oh, you called TTT. That's right. Yeah. So I'm going to call that TTT used. My bad. Uh, let's Wasted. Go. Skill. Except. 25. 25. All right. All right. Put one of those bad boys over there. Stays on. Good thing me. I have all these core cards. Right. <laughs> Uh, let's go. I attack skill. Oh, of course you would. <clears throat> what do you think I should do if my stamina and my aura are both 13? Uh, do you have a, <laughs> do you have anything else? <laughs> I accept. Okay, 25. 25. <laughs> Look at you go. Nice. Admiral. Yeah. Blowing all my... Now, I'm, now I know that the rest of my deck is just horse crap, so, you know. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. If there's one thing I'm gathering here, uh, I don't believe anything you say. That's perfect. I'm yep. just setting you up. Perfect. You've you've certainly played the mind game. I'm going to attack skill again. I'm going to decline and I'm going to go aura. I will accept. 24. Congratulations. <laughs> I got it. I pulled a 67 card. Finally. <laughs> so <laughs> nice. All right. So that was uh, uh, what, two aura. I had. Bam. Yeah. So that was the dub. GG's. Nice. You had me though. That was like if you wouldn't have used your TTT earlier. No, nah, because you still didn't pull a rare after that. I didn't have anything after that. Yeah, you didn't have any other rares. I mean, I didn't pull anything after that to use a TTT with. Well, the the crazy part is I had th- two two of my rares and then the rest of my deck would have been smoke. Yeah. Yeah, let's run it back now that I see the rest of your cards. Perfect. Yeah, we can run one more. I have. What time were you thinking of? Uh, oh, actually, this probably in like ten minutes. I can't actually, because I got okay. I got another guest coming on, and that one took about twelve, thirteen minutes. Um, so we'll have to we'll have to let that one rest. No, that's cool. All right, that was fun. Well, thank you, man. I I, I literally had nothing like even after that. I had. Uh, Let's see. But that just goes to show you, like, even if you can, even I had if you a 63 have 24s and 25s, <laughs> it's still worth, it's still worth it. Because if you don't, yeah. if you don't let it go to the total, you can continue to like, just play it. And that's just it. I mean, there's not a lot of cards uh, outside of top tier cards that will have uh, a 25 as a single stat, but right. Even some of these, I targeted some of these cards like a 67. Um, the rest of the stats are trash, but they have 24 in one of them. So if you mm-hmm. can try to push to that one stat, you at least have a chance of tying. Absolutely. Um, and that's, I think that you guys were talking about that before. It's like, you don't necessarily have to have all good stats. If you have one that's at least a, a higher stat of 24, um, you can try to strategically play to push somebody toward that. Yeah, um, I think you're absolutely right. One, but... And that's where that's where the strategy and the bluffing and all that comes in. If you have some good cards and, and a couple crap cards, I, I think that there's, man, you just get in their head. I know in, it, for me, it, it gets in my head, I think. I think about that stuff, and I'm like, man, if I don't have a 24 or a 25, it's, it's like a real gamble. So, Yeah. And that's what's tough at the end, too, because once you get in these deeper rounds, like what happened to me, if you wind up having a low card in your hand and you pull it when the whole game is on the line, like you just see the writing on the wall and you're just trying to try to bluff. It's like, I got to try to bluff all I wanted it, but my highest stat on that card was a 23. There's no way that's going to win. So it's like you just got to accept your fate at that point. Right. Minimize damage is what I say. All right, Dale. Thank you so much, my man. Enjoy your day. Thank you for uh, for coming on uh, Ron's Roundtable. Thanks, Ron. Have a good one, man. All right, buddy. Take care. Bye. Until next time, may your strategies be sharp and your decks ever victorious. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. 
to stay updated with each exciting episode. 